Echo. 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 Hey, Poe Boys, what's up? No, no. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's Echo Boys. Echo? Question mark. Boys. Echo. When's he coming Echo? back? Echo? Hello. Echo? Echo. Are you there? Echo. Are you, are there, you there? Echo. It's me, Omega. Oh. Wait, he's gone. What? Oh no! Come on. Come on, come on back, Echo. So this is working then. What? He's gone. He's really gone. Well, we'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Um, how I, are you? Let's see how to start. How to start. How to start. Gosh. Here's here's how I'll start. And it's like a you gotta listen to find out. Technically speaking, based on the parameters set forth in this podcast, and we've been with the batch since day one. We're ride or die um batch heads. Uh this is the worst episode of this show. Technically Alrighty. speaking. Technically speaking. Technically speaking. From a certain point of view, this is the worst episode of the Bat Batch so far. Hmm. But you'll have to uh, listen to the bitter end of what is sure to be a miserable experience for you, the listener, to find out why. <laughs> Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And that, and, and a, a good. And my worst enemy is Pete. Oh. Well, Ty, Pete, and the fans. <laughs> my my worst enemy is my friend. That's and my fans. I'm, and my fans. That's why I'm so blessed and cursed. You know how, like, uh, very cool people will say, like, I love my haters? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm like sure. that. I'm like, I hate my fans. Which I think oh, is just 100%. as cool of a thing to say. I honestly, I think people, at least that I know that I'm close with, love when I just dog them, and they're like, "Oh yeah," they're like, "Oh cool, bring bring the criticism," because yeah. it means that they know how they need to change. Right. Well, and you howl and bark while you do it, which goes a long way. Oh, take do a big I? drink. Take a big drink. Oh, you can hear that. What you got there? That's it's just a stupid drink with that stupid name. Lemon Perfect? Huh? Oh, you haven't had Lemon Perfect before? Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Lemon Perfect is a five-calorie... That's right. That is the name. That's even stupider than I remembered. I knew it was that. I knew it was something stupid. And I said, is that that drink with that stupid name? And then you said the name. And the name was so much stupider than I remembered that I blanked. All right. That's your one. Because I'm, I don't take Lemon Perfect slander lately. For somebody that hasn't tried it, I'm going to send some to you. Yeah, it's over. Be a freaking day. It's over. You all can right? send me all you want. I'm over here drinking my Sweet Dreams tea. Ooh. Because you don't do Death Wish anymore. 
We never it's did it co- at night. But yeah. It's a coffee, everybody. De- De- Sweet Dreams is sort of the exact God. opposite of Death Wish. Sweet Dreams, uh, Ms. Colombo had to hunt it down for me online because I couldn't find it in grocery stores anymore. I hadn't drank it in a while. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could go for this, this like, help you sleep tea. And at one point, let me double check it's Sweet Dreams. Yeah, it's called, it's called, it's called Sweet Dreams. At one point, friend of the show, Herbert, I had him over at my, at my apartment on like a Sunday afternoon and I made this Sweet Dreams tea and he just like passed out on my couch mid-conversation. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's the energy I want to bring to this record. I was just, I can't even think of the last time somebody said Sweet Dreams to me. Wow. Oh. No. Oh. Well, I mean, this is this is, this is a mental health episode. Oh, you know, Pete. What, oh. It's not. This is about loss. Oh, Pete. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh man. This is the. I'm... This energy is the. Um. I. We have to record this episode right now, or it won't happen. Energy, like this it's is, due. Um, it's due tomorrow. It's already later than either of us probably <laughs> wants to be up tonight. But we like have to do this, and I feel like I feel like there's this like unspoken thing between the two of us. We've never talked about this. This is li- live to tape. Never talked about this, but I feel like there's this unspoken. Fear slash understanding that's just like if we miss one episode, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the podcast like, is over. Keeping it going that we don't miss our deadlines. That's it. Every Wednesday, well now every Wednesday there's a show. We're out there, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there, there's no. It's so arbitrary. I mean, certainly there there are times where we forget to publish. Right, uh, right. But we've always but, recorded it. Yeah, we've always definitely recorded it um, within within the time period for that for yeah. sure. Yeah. But um, no, I 100 percent agree. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm also, glad we could bring that out in the open. This I'll, episode's all about speaking our emotional truth and bring it well, out in the open. And, you know, we talk about entrepreneurship and jobs and stuff on this up on the on this show. And I was thinking, um, as you were as you were just roasting me, um, I would not say that any listener should come to this show for emotional intelligence whatsoever. Um, mm-mm, mm-mm. But for somebody that has a, like always works on a deadline, um, you can listen to the episodes. We're on two hundred something. No, and uh, without, I mean, there was one point where we were recording two episodes a week. I know, and, and we were we were meeting the deadline for that as well. There was one week where I think we did three episodes. <clears throat> three? Yeah, in um, twenty nineteen, when Rise of Skywalker came out, and I think Resistance and The Mandalorian were coming out, and I think we did three episodes in one week. It was only once. But I'm pretty sure. And the crazy thing is, during that time too, I don't think we were like super, super. Well, that was also like Star Wars. World. 
when Star Wars has movies coming out, you know, there's there's a different kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's definitely an event, you know, you're grabbing multiple people to it. And then on top of that, you throw all the Star Wars content. I mean, they had, like, Mandalorian going into Episode Nine. Yep. Yeah, they had, they had Mandalorian going into Episode Nine, and... Oh, look, Grogu can do healy hands. Oh, look at Little Just Yanni. Like episode nine with the snake little, monster. Little Yanni's got those heels. Maybe that's something that other people have. Is this going to be used to fallen? Is that even? Oh, that's like do 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 do. There's more than one melody. Do do do. I don't know. That's the one I remember. It starts with the bell. The bell thing. That's that's how you think the bells are. Do 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 do. Pling 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 pling. Yeah. It's like um clink clink clink. One of clink, us listened to a whole clink. podcast just about the music of Star Wars. Uh you're not going to catch me. Though though however Ooh. this guy over here, Poboy number 1, he does oh, hi, like I'm the here. ray theme. Mm, no, actually that's my this. It says Poboy uh Poboy Peter. <laughs> why does mine say Poboy Peter? <laughs> wow. Ah, uh, all right. Well, I'm actually curious what the audio is with this because I'm recording from my phone so that we don't have the um, Wi-Fi issue that we do. So this is a phone-to-phone episode. Oh, wow. That's pretty organic. <clears throat> yeah. Um... Well, I also, I, I also don't have the mutability, so you're going you're gonna to get live Pete for um, however long we're doing this. Lemon oh perfect. boy! I listeners already know that I don't have the mutability. I'm surprised that we haven't. Well, maybe we have gotten emails about things I haven't been able to mute. Oh, uh, actually, I've been here. Let me check the email real quick. Please do, because there's just one thing in particular where I'm like, man, if I get caught by this, it's gonna be bad. If somebody if somebody finds me, yeah, if I get caught and get in if, trouble, if they if they get my government name. Something um, like that. <laughs> let's see. Security alert. New sign-in. Hmm. Uh, somebody tried to hack us? January 30th. January 30th. That was maybe me checking our email. I don't know. I mean, and what then, are they going to get in there? Nothing. And then, <laughs> there's just so many job applications. Talent.com. This job is for you. This job is for you. I mean, people are tr- constantly trying to get us to work. And it's like, okay... I don't work. You can. I live. That's that's how I live. I love what I do. I love what I do, and what I what I do is hate my podcast, and I love doing that. And so I never work a day in my life. <laughs> what I love is hating my fans. I love hating my fans and telling them to kick rocks. And so I never work a day in my freaking life. Here's here's something I don't know if we talked about this. Telling, um, because I I work with um, students um, Mm. that are not, I mean, some are 18, but, you know, high school students, and telling telling them to kick rocks doesn't seem the most appropriate. Well, it's better than Um, beat feet. (laughs) I will never say that. Right. So, oh my god, there's so many talent.com emails here. It's like, um, they want, you know, they want an agent from us. Also, I'm deleting these. Oh, I shouldn't be deleting these. Yeah, okay. No, you should be deleting them. Oh, okay. I don't know what talent.com is. Okay. 
Oh my gosh! And our up, oh, I know our payback PayPal balance right now. Uh-oh. Wait, what? It's a hundred dollars. Oh, somebody tell from, anchor. This is from. <laughs> this is from. Um, what reply underscore u u s i n g underscore? <laughs> Where do you get the? Well, I guess there's an there's an uh, like AI makes these emails to spam people. <laughs> Well, so have you done any Star Wars this week? Dang, you were bringing it up. I think we both uh, tangentially Star Wars ever so slightly. And, oh, yeah? Uh, Quantumania. Oh! Um, hmm. So there's this character in Quantumania uh, whose name entirely escapes me. I'm sure they're from the comics. I I have no doubt. Never heard of them in my freaking life. I only read a very small amount of Ant-Man. Gentora. Gentora. The Amazon woman? Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Katie O'Brien, who was one of the comms officers on Gideon's ship in The Mandalorian. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, like one of those one of those roles that's like it's a small part, but the performer is just so memorable in it that like if I tell you like oh the officer on Gideon's ship like you know who I'm talking about. Uh, and I mean a similarly very memorable performance in Quantumania, I thought she was really good, and I was like I know who this is. No, this whole the whole time such that when I got out of the movie it was like the first thing I looked up was who played that um that character. So a little bit of uh Star Wars crossing over there with Quantum Mania, which I've also heard a lot of people be like, This is just a Star Wars movie. I'm like, you know, I don't know, calm down. Oh how'd you like Quantum Mania? I think you maybe liked it more than me, but I liked it okay. I was, I, it had been like a day by the time I watched it. So I had a hard time like, uh, zoning out to it, but I, I enjoyed it. I think I still like Ant-Man and the Wasp more maybe, but I think all those Ant-Man movies are sort of like sleepers that you never think of as like the best Marvel movie. And then you watch them and you're like, Oh, really? Oh, it was a lot of fun. I, I would say that I, Ant-Man 1 was probably the best, in my opinion. Uh, um, yeah, my, I have friends that also agree with you there. And just how much I enjoy MODOK, the cartoon kind of shaped mm. how I enjoy MODOK in live action. I thought, it, I mean, I thought the animation was like a little weird on it. But also, this, the people that are in animation are currently trying to unionize, so... Like, I'm not super... May the force be with them. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, all those people need to be paid and be able to work, like, livable hours. You don't... Yeah. Um, and the movies live... will be freaking better for it. I mean, good lord. You don't live to work. You know, you work to live. That's don't what I said. You work to live. God, I love that show. Don't, don't, but... don't let making a living interfere with making a life wow that's that's big mm-hmm. that's, a, that's watch a, that's... detroiters 
That's a that's a big quote. Yeah. So, yeah, the only Star Warsing I did pretty much was uh, figuring out that Katie O'Brien was in Quantumania. I'm also I got the Marvel Unlimited app, which is basically Marvel comic streaming service where you can stream comics you can read comics digitally it has a vast majority of their library from over the years and i think it goes up to like six months ago or six three or six months books are loaded up like three or six months after they are published physically so been like sampling some star wars books that i haven't uh, committed to in the flesh yet like the most recent volume of dr afra and stuff i think i'll probably be digging into that a little more though you and i are only like a month and change out from the next high republic book buddy we're we are looking at we're looking at the barrel all right the oh, yeah. barrel of the star wars content gun and just coming up pull the freaking trigger and listen you can try and pull it all right um but we're gonna dodge it we're gonna take it we're gonna love the content they're bringing out we're, we're, gonna, that's, that's we're just gonna, the way it is. We're gonna watch the content for sure. We're gonna watch it. I'll we're say gonna that watch much. the content. We're gonna watch it. Now, I have I have something. We're at seventeen minutes. This is probably gonna take five to ten. All right. So we'll see. you want to want to you want to save it for the next week and get no, straight into God, mental. Oh. God willing, there won't be a next week. <laughs> Every episode is no. my last. All right. <laughs> it's now um, or never. All right. So. There's an article from StarWars.com titled Five Reasons to Go to Star Wars Celebration for the First Time, which says to me, people are not going to the Star Wars Celebration. That is so very true. People, people, A, don't have the money to fly to England and then afford the ticket, afford London specifically on top of all those things. Well, and then here's something is also like... I mean, look, we, you know, we went to Star Wars Celebration, the most recent one. It was our third one. We had a time. I'm not knocking anything, but, you know, you you and I are not as diehard about getting into these panels and things as some other folks. But there are uh, people who is like, the panels are the thing, and the show floor is just sort of there, but, like, the panels are the thing. And as well, far as that goes, like, compared to... Star Wars Celebration Chicago, I mean, there wasn't, like, a huge amount of stuff being revealed. Like, Star Wars Chicago, you got to see a first look at Rise of Skywalker. I got to see a first look at The Mandalorian. We got to see the first look at the final season of Clone Wars. Those were all, like, huge things. In Orlando, yeah. um, And then, yeah, Anaheim, this past go-around, like, there's... Sort of a preview for Mandalorian. There's like a preview for next season of Bad Batch. Ahsoka too. No, right? Yeah, but like no movies, no like huge surprises really. The Andor trailer sure was cool, but like I don't know. There's nothing insane. And so I do. I I do wonder what effect, if any, that had on prospective attendees to Star Wars Celebration Europe, London, whatever they're calling it this year. I do wonder. I mean, you know, are we going? Hey, you'll find out. Um, I do I do wonder, like, if people looked at what was announced last year, 
and then they're looking at what's on the docket for this year, and it's like, like best case scenario, okay, they announce a movie. They're not going to have any footage, like unless they're being so secretive, nothing is filming. I mean, was it probably probably something from the Acolyte, probably something from Skeleton Crew? You know, I don't know. I mean, is, they... that, is that worth it? Is that worth a tri- if you, if you're one of these like panel folk? Is that worth it? I don't know. I mean, look, I mean... Matt Mickelson's going to be there. Ooh, that's okay. worth me. Well, let me get. Let's get into the five, okay? Yes. So. Number one, you can be in the room for all the re- new reveals and see them before anyone else. Right there. Why? Case no. in point. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> you like, can. That's... Well, you can. Well, you well, might actually, be Well, actually, no, that's to. not true. This you is might a... be. This is a can versus, this is like a can I go to the bathroom versus may I go to the bathroom situation. You can be there in the room. You may not, though. <laughs> you <laughs> well, may not I be remember... in the room. <laughs> We've talked about this on a few pods about when we went to Chicago. I think it was you, maybe it was me, that was in a line with somebody who flew from Australia just for the episode one panel. They loved episode one so much, and then they didn't get the ticket. Um, And and I think their flight might have been, it might have been moved. No, that was us. That was us. We, We went there specifically for the resistance panel. Because this is a this was originally a Star Wars Resistance podcast, and our flights were Sunday. The fact that this was originally a Star Wars Resistance podcast is one of those fun facts where it's like, oh, did you know Frasier was actually like a spinoff of Cheers? And people are like, whoa, Frasier! Like, do you know Po'boys was actually about Star Wars Resistance? What's the reason number two? It is crazy that we can still talk about Frasier in 2023 without getting canceled. Give it time. Uh, <laughs> give it any week. <laughs> that show. Any they're week about now to can do the. Canceled. They're about to do the revival. So give give Kelsey time. So number two is you can celebrate anything and everything Star Wars. Um, okay. You can I do guess. that from home. Yeah. Just, just throwing it out there, you can do that from home. I mean, you can wait in a in a multi-hour line to get some merch, but depending on what time of day you go, stuff might not be in your size. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, that's something that they can't um, broadcast. It's right. just everybody complaining about the Star Wars lines. Yeah. Um, is an event in and of itself. Like you have to be built for lines because you really do. You, have you to be were built. built to you were turn you were your brain built off. Yeah. I mean, Orlando lines were the worst for us, but you were you were built for lines from New York Comic Con. I had an experience that. Yeah, well, yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. That is the thing, because I mean, your Star Wars Orlando was probably comparable to my first New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I mean, I showed up, and within half an hour, the reason I had driven to New York was like, oh no, that's not going to happen. Understand, boy, that that's not going to happen. You weren't here in time. The line's capped. You will not do this. Like that was the <laughs> first thing that happened because you just don't. It's you don't know. It's, it's so much waiting and so much trying to figure out where and when to be to get to anything. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. The potential also, for disappointment for one of these conventions is just staggering. But once you kind yeah. of get it, then the potential for disappointment just. Is much lower because you know that it's there. Yeah. 
Well, it's also Orlando's the only one where we woke up at like woke oh, up and left man. at like three that or rule. four in the morning, and you know a lot of anticipation. Um, I actually, you know, having gone through more life since then, I could probably do that. Like if I had to, I, oh, yeah. I yeah, I could I could probably still do that. I mean, that was fine but, then. I'd be fine now. Yeah. Yeah. For other people, though, they're probably not built like that. But also, I just I always get a kick out of it that we <laughs> we waited in like a seven hour line just to watch to watch them announce that our show that we like so much was getting canceled. Yeah. And then just like very like calmly watch two episodes from it. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, number three. It's all Star Wars fans. All right, that is true. That but sounds it, like a reason not to go. Um, it should have been, it's all types of Star Wars fans because yeah. there's like a bunch of like episodes seven, eight, and nine bashers. Although at the time, um, well, I guess you, Anaheim was after the pandemic. Yeah. Although you weren't, you weren't vocal about your episode nine hate at, um, Anaheim whatsoever. Cause there, there are people. Yeah. 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 If somebody brings it up or whatever, I guess I would, I would have a discussion, but no, yeah. We, I mean. Because when you were in the episode nine panel at Chicago, I think I was in line to get in by myself, and there were some people ragging on Last Jedi. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, shut up!" Though, I mean, all those people that are so bold on social media are not. If they if they're at these conventions, they're not very vocal. I mean, you don't hear any booing, in my experience. No, no, you don't. You do hear, so, I mean, you hear very loud, very opinionated Star Wars fans, yeah. and you, you want to interrupt every other one and be like... How many episodes like, is your podcast? Oh, okay, so you can be quiet then. Yeah. Because mine's uh, actually like a million episodes long. And then How many and listeners? Them, Shut up. Try and trick them into listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I... But that's also like... It, I, I think it depends on the environment, too. Because the group of people that were in Anaheim was a lot different than the Chicago um, Star Wars fans um, or the Orlando Star Wars fans. Like, I feel like the Anaheim one, because in Orlando probably too, because it's like connected to Disneyland, Disney World, was a lot more kid oriented, or there were a lot more families hmm. than were, there were in Chicago, at least kind of from what I remember. But the Chicago one, that venue was so small. And so, like, different than yeah, the other two. Yeah, so yeah. that might have also kind of shaped that. Um, so number four is the guest list. So there is a guest list. And these right. people and do guest not... means a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like, some of them you need a lottery to get into. So Best like... case scenario, you need to pay cold hard cash to wait in line for to meet them. And granted, that's that's conventions, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say one of the best experiences we've collectively had, and I'm 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 pretty sure you'll agree with this, is when we met Christopher Sean. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And you know, he recognized us. We gave him a po' boy shirt. I mean, I thought you were going to say my wedding, but that's a good. That was a good experience too. Me and Christopher Sean was good too. Um, you know, like top ten. Sure. And it's not sure. ten. Top ten. And it's not ten. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. so that's just a, that's just the nature of it um 
there are events that you can go at least all at least most of them will be on the um celebration stage so you can kind of hang around around there a lot of people enjoy doing that so that they can get on the youtube Mm -hmm. um we we kind of did that once in a while. Yeah, I mean, um, I think if that if if you're into if you just want to lay your eyes on people, I do think you, there's a version of going to Star Celebration where you just commit to that celebration stage. And I think even if you show up in the morning and you're in the back of the crowd, if you just start hanging there, you'll you'll weasel your way up. Yeah, and like well, if that's like, what you're there for, that you you could have like a good weekend doing that. Here's the last one. It's for everyone. Mm. Lucasfilm has a saying, Star Wars is for everyone. And the same is true of Celebration. We'd be honored if you would join us. Well, everyone, insofar as they do provide all, they do do live coverage of everything. So, like, you watched, like, before we did, you had watched how many on, on YouTube? Oh, boy, a bunch. But watching Star, the last Star Wars Celebration in Europe... Mm-hmm. Where they were showing the Rebel season three panel and trailer, and I watched Dave Floyd talking about that. That was what spurred me to hit you up and be like, "Yeah, we we got to go to Orlando." Yeah, yeah. So I, I I think that's technically true. I mean, there is a financial component to it. Again, like it's it's not as expensive as Star Wars tickets, and you do have to like basically buy the day pass. I mean, the four day pass. Um, because if you just buy individual day passes, it, it gets a little bit pricier. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I will kind of agree with, um, like, if you really want to get the content, um, the experience, it's the experiences aren't for everyone, but um, everybody can at least, you know, get the trailer, um, consume a lot, a, a good, a good chunk of it. Except yeah. for the, you know, I, I'm still. One of I don't know how many people like five thousand. I, I I have no idea how many people were in those those reveals um, that watched the Ahsoka um, trailer. That you know, not the janky version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Still and what get, do you have to show for it? You know. Well, I mean, they showed they they, they played the theme, but people were screaming. I still I still do not know what the theme is because people were screaming so much. They screamed over the theme to the Ahsoka show. And so you it's said been... that, and I guess to me, I'm like, well, ideally, the theme is Kevin Kiner's Ahsoka theme. I mean, Ludwig Gornson incorporated into the score Mandalorian, so yeah, it would be it would be respectful. But, I, don't know. I on well, speaking of those themes, I I'm gonna have to play that later after this episode because it doesn't pop up in my head immediately what it the will. Ahsoka theme is. It will. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, we've been uh, pushing this off as long as we possibly can due to the fact that um, this episode was not good. So, Oh, I disagree. I thought it was fine. Oh, uh, you liked it? Here's my thing. There is no crossing in this episode. This episode is called The Crossing. If you not cross anything, they fall in a pit. They hang from a rope. Um, they dig a hole. They come out of a hole. They swim around in the water. They do not cross anything. This is not a crossing. Look, traditionally, I love this show almost exclusively because it is so good about the name of the title is happens in the episode. That was not the case with this episode. I'm. It breaks my heart 
do you have to say this episode gets an F? There is no crossing in this episode. That well, it's also th- this episode. I mean, it's basically an episode outlining dealing with loss, but not the loss of like somebody dying, mm. like like loss of moving, loss right. of. Um, a friend that you're okay. not going to see see again yeah. more closer to a family Army member. Brat. Closer to, I yeah. move around a lot. It sucked every time. I just you know I try to look at I, this show in particular. I always find myself looking at through the lens of like a kid watching it. I guess because it's animation or whatever. And I think well, I mean, again, not to bash on episode nine or whatever, but I feel like one of the things I took away from episode nine was that it negated what I felt was like the profound, important lesson of Star Wars, which is in Return of the Jedi, Luke throws away his lightsaber and decides not to fight, and he chooses compassion. And then in episode nine, they're like, "No, kill him." That's the answer. But so in watching episode nine, I was sort of like, "Oh, it feels like there's maybe you know, there's the lesson for the." kid here is i don't know there i'm sure there's still something for kids to take from that you know you are not your family you're not where you come from things like that but that got me kind of looking at star wars content and i guess particularly star wars animated content from the lens of like does this have something to say to a, to a young viewer beyond you know whiz bang and all that and i do feel like you know bad batch is particularly good at this and that this episode did have stuff to say about that. I mean, again, like I said, as as a young kid, moved around a lot. Every time it sucked. Every time it was tough to say goodbye to friends forever. Um, Because I would often be moving out of state, across the country, to another country, things like that. So I appreciate that that was sort of touched on. But I also, I mean, I have been ragging on tech pretty much from day one of this season. It has oh yeah, been yes, yeah. Pretty much the only thing I think how sick of tech I am because he specifically reminds me of someone I know that is very much a I told you so, I'm always right sort of uh sort of person. So it just scratches a raw nerve, I guess you could say. But I mean I it's it's like this show, I don't know. The the pacing of this season has been it's, it's like the season was paced knowing that that was maybe simmering in the background and that tech may have been wearing on people or whatever. And this episode reminded me of like when the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out. I remember reading about how young kids who, for whatever reason, had a trickier time picking up on social cues and things like that, found themselves identifying with Drax and really appreciated the character of Drax. And in watching this episode with Tech, who, again, I still think can be annoying in terms of the I'm always right of it all or whatever. But in this episode, him kind of being presented as someone with, you know, a a differing emotional capabilities and and who processes things differently, I thought was like it was like a very sweet, very kind episode where Omega is so frustrated and so upset about this thing happening and is taking tech to task for not expressing it the same way she is. But, it, you know, the whole idea of people can feel the same thing in different ways. And, yeah. Right, so I, I thought it was really good. And I also think, like, I'm watching this episode 
And look, I'm like back in the office a little bit here. I have to get up so early in the morning to watch this before work. Why do I have to watch it before work? I don't know, but I do. And I'm sitting there with my coffee and I'm watching this and I'm looking at this episode and it's getting to the point where it feels like the animation is just like bragging. <laughs> like they're just showing off the underground cave and the lighting of the, oh my gosh, there's another it's a dark, stupid, it's a du- it's a dark new episode. element. I hate these new elements. A pizza neum or whatever it is. I'm over it. Stop it with these elements. But oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Oh my gosh. It, I was I almost turned the freaking thing off and quit the well, podcast. It's really expensive though. And it's flammable. Yeah, they all are. They're all rare. They're all expensive. They all explode. And the Empire must get their hands on all of them. Ugh. It's the worst. Yeah. And um, it's it it's it's um the the thing that got me that was like just caught me off guard with this was the music in this because the music doesn't super match up with the episode not not to insult like Kevin well, Kiner's it starts score off as just like some straight up Last of Us music was a note that I took yeah and it's like it 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 just didn't quite match with what this was about and I. I agree. Like I, 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 I find I wasn't bagging on tech as much as you were, but just oh, here's okay. I have a mm-hmm. note which is you know tech is stand in for for people with you know uh, differing emotional capabilities, right? That's a little bit bit down my notes, so you can tell at that point I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting what this episode's putting down or whatever. Here, my my first here are my first notes. Supercut of tech saying according to. And this is a quote I am ascribing to Echo. I was thinking about Echo and about why couldn't it have been tech instead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm actually, I'm honestly surprised that Omega didn't say that at some point. Because that, that, that does. I wonder within... if that was in a draft or something. Because they do, they have like a, a kind of a heated moment there. Yeah. But tech sure. is, I mean, or not, not tech. Omega is like a kind person mm-hmm. and like a, a, a merciful person. And even here, when she is at her emotional wits end, you know, she is a bit of, has a bit of that like teenage angst energy going on. But she doesn't. She, I think she does a, a good job of not taking it out on any one person too bad. But yeah, I do, I do wonder if there was there like an earlier draft of this episode. Where she like went harder at Echo or at Tech. They're, wow, they all look the same. Oh God, delete, delete, delete. Wow, this They're is clones. Pocket. It was a clone clones. joke. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, no, you know nobody what? said First you, you were Nobody said you were a clonist. And then sick, second, cancel us. I dare you. It'd be the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, just tell, don't tell us it's a deadline because then we're still gonna do it anyway. Ugh, God, um, unfortunately. Well, I while you were talking about the emotional, like her having that kind of empathy, that you were is, thinking um, about. Oh yeah, what's emotions? What are those? <laughs> I was like, I wish somebody would have emotions towards me. No, <laughs> no. I was, I was thinking that there's the there's the parallel of like you know moving away from somebody, but there's also like when she has. 
when when the ship gets stolen by that um really cool design for that person that we're okay. gonna see look i it probably is not right but i'm like is that freaking Dr. Afra? But okay, I get no. it. Dr. Afra does not have feathers for hair, but the that that coat's design and the headgear and the goggles, I think they they know what they're doing. They are like purposely Okay, yeah, I didn't catch that. the sort of aesthetic of that character. Again, Dr. Afra does not have purple feathers for hair. But the timeline would add up. And I think that they're very. It's Star Wars, man. They're not. They don't. They don't do anything haphazardly. I think there's like a conscious decision to a little bit elicit that character. Well, I would be really curious if, like, we've talked about this a, a few times with how animation works in Disney and Star Wars. Is we the next Star Wars t- cartoon has been picked? Animation has been picked. Um, we don't know it. Like. They're probably recording it now. Yeah. And like Bad Batch was being filmed before in any front of, of it was a live studio audience. In, in front of a live studio audience. And they were all horrified at how many voices Dee Bradley Baker was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and were just astounded at the same time. It was like a circus. But um, me, like, it wouldn't surprise me if they had that model done. Um, if Dr. Rafa ends up being like a character in a, in a TV show, not that's just, that's, you know, speculation Look, nation at, at highest. They would be foolish not to adapt Dr. Afra into other media. She's a, she's a very cool character. Yeah. Well, what, what I, the point I was going to make was that when you, when the ship gets stolen, the, she kind of becomes a character of, you know, somebody that's in the foster care system that's never had a home before and that is having that connection to that home that the Bad Batch, who are younger, but have more street intelligence, have more life skills. And have moved around a lot. And moved around a lot. And for all we know, you know, that the Marauders is the only ship they've had. Maybe they've had multiple ships, but they don't. They don't have that connection to it. Tech specific, hundred percent does. Yeah. But they've lo- They've you know had to adapt to situations other than that, like doll. Um, that what Tuka doll. Um, there isn't like a specific. Oh, and um, the Gonk droid. The Gonk droid's on, is still is in still her on little there. room that Wrecker made her. Yeah. So. It. Um. I mean, it's, a lot of it is like just sad you feel you feel for you feel for a kid who just is dealing with people that are not are they're trying their best they're trying their best to figure out what to do yeah um and you're running through different personalities as well yeah i i enjoyed the not enjoyed but i i thought it was good writing and nice to see the disagreements between the two of them like between the three of them and oh yeah each of them like a cascade of of casual failures that led to their ship being taken. Yeah, and just the fact that like you're seeing this, and it's you know in front of Omega's eyes are kind of where we're you know she's the main character of this episode, mm. so we're seeing all of this, and you don't think that there's this bad blood between like Tech and Wrecker, but in a different show, different people, 
those things would escalate a ton, mm-hmm. but you're just seeing different people clash, different adults clashing, and then a child being the one that's witnessing all of these things as like this big emotional event that she has not had any time to reconcile whatsoever. Um, and she really needs to, um, because her home's been destroyed. That was shown in the two episode arc about how upset she is. She's yeah. very upset. Um, and then on top of it, they haven't reconciled the fact that they're directly the reason that all the clones are going to die now. Well, yeah, I think they're being a little over dramatic there. Mm-hmm. We didn't really but, touch on that too much with when we were discussing those episodes, but like, it's like, I don't know. It's not yeah. their fault. It was going to happen. Like, yeah. It was going to happen with or without them. But they did but the yeah, exposition it's a for it. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. They did the exposition. I don't, I don't know if she was a hundred percent there, but she's in most of those conversations. Mm-hmm. So there's also the weight of just like, I mean, it, it could it could be a PTSD of of a, of a kid. I don't think it was that at that level. Um, I think the idea of somebody being away and then having your home taken is kind of the the two themes that they're trying to hit you over the head with. Yeah, when you have to figure, I mean, for Echo, it's found family, for sure. And it, you know, it represents a sense of belonging. And I think the big thing here, I would imagine for her, is that Echo chose to leave. Yeah. Like, nothing bad happened. She wasn't... decided to leave. And, like, that can happen. You know, and she, you know, she's done all this stuff. She's, you know, overhearing Echo and uh, Hunter talking in the in the premiere episode about, oh, what can we do to keep her around, or what can we do to keep her safe? What's the best for her? How can we help out and pitch in? And she's trying to get treasure so that they'll keep her on and stuff. And so we already see her like suspecting something is wrong, and that the fact right. that something is wrong might impact this found family she's had. But then with Echo, it's like, oh, this came out of nowhere. Echo just decided to leave. You know, yeah, any, anyone, anyone in my family can just decide to leave. Like, you can opt out of this. I didn't think that was a thing. I thought we were all, you know, buddies. Yeah, and, they, and at this point, they had been through so much. She, other than um, Crosshairs, which she knew was coming way before everybody else. He's due for a reappearance any week now, certainly. Oh man! Well, you did get that wrong. I we were both like, like crossing yeah, crosshairs. Kind of crosshairs. You could call episode crossing a not even have a crossing, and b not even have crosshairs. Crazy. Yeah, which I mean kept kept you on your toes, and by mm-hmm. that you mean you kept being like, "Hey, when's oh, he, when's he coming back? When's okay. he coming back?" I mentioned that I, you know, have to get up early to watch these episodes before work. And yeah. so I have a vested interest in figuring out when there will be two episodes airing at once. <clears throat> Turns out, not again until the finale. So it was just the premiere, I guess that kind of mid-season arc in the finale that are going to be like two episodes on the same day. Um, that said, though, it did mean looking at the rest of the season. And look, as much as... <laughs> This uh, the crossing episode has caused 
Huge controversy in the Star Wars community. Huge controversy on the podcast. Uh, I'm looking at episode 13, airing on March 15th, and it is called Pabu. Pabu? Pabu. P-A-B-U. Really? Pabu. Um, Thrilling. Fascinating. Look at this how, do you st- how, how do you spell it? P-A-B-U. P-A-B-U. I mean, honestly, it's like Babu Frick, but with a P. Pabu. I'm... Here, here's my here's my hot take. I'm guessing that that is going to be a new character that's added to the Bad Batch. <laughs> oh boy! Or it's going to be well. They have introduced big like um they introduced um the Rancor um in season one mm-hmm. um whose name is not Babu. I think we'd remember if that thing was um wasn't that Gunji. No. What was what was the Rancor's name? Oh, I don't know nope. the name of the Rancor. All right. No, here's that's my hot take is that is going to be the new member of Bad Batch. Mm. Mm. Or it's that um Afra Afra Light character was uh Pabu. Well, I have to think we're going to see that character revealed in tomorrow's episode. Retrieval. Ooh. Well, Retrieval is going to be them going after the uh, they Marauder. better freaking retrieve something after this thing where they don't cross anything. Oh my gosh, if they don't retrieve anything tomorrow, oh my gosh. Well, in I'll episode, burn this podcast Sid, to the ground. In the episode, Sid is like, I'm not going to help you. And then says, Oh, yeah, what? that stunk. Yeah. I mean, it was inevitable. That was inevitably going to happen over the course of the season. Like, that was set up for sure, but still, it was annoying. Well, it's also kind of showing showing to Omega that she's really the only one that's thinking that there's this like family connection of that whole group. Mm-hmm. Like they they it is it is a matter of convenience and not knowing what else to, to move on from there. That's why they're with Sid. That's true. And that's a hard she... that's a hard lesson to learn that some people might mean more to you than you mean to them. That's a, that a hard lesson. Hey, it's a lesson that a lot of people just refuse to do <clears throat> or don't even think about because they don't want to. Yeah. And they uh, just want to push that in the back burner. So I also I also get it from Omega from that perspective as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like 100% on that. Mm-hmm. Well, so... I'm on notes and I got to go to bed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um... No, I mean, I, it's I your think turn that to edit. It's definitely not, but um, it absolutely is. What are you talking about? Oh, cool. Hold on, hold off on. Po- off pod fight. There's no time for off pod fight. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording from the sheets. Okay, so you're saying you wrote? Okay, you're saying that you wrote this episode description. Are you ready? This is last week's episode description. You are claiming you wrote this. Episode description is. This was honestly a pretty good one. Hey, I agree with that. You you wrote that. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Nice try. Um, nice try. Fight, it's your freaking starts... week. It's your freaking <laughs> week to edit. Nice try. Po- Poboys podcast at gmail.com. Bye. <laughs>